Hey, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome to the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. Welcome, everyone, to the 424th episode of the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Uh, Reza... I want to hear more about the Gordon's most recent soccer game. Yeah, so um, yeah, Gordon had a had a game this week. This is actually his third game. We missed his game last week when uh, Lane and I were in Pennsylvania, and during that game, I believe he scored two two goals. Uh, Lane's mom took uh, a few videos of that match, and so anyway, from my perspective, seeing this game here, so I took Gordon to practice on Friday, which was the first time I, I took Gordon to practice. I. I rage texted you during that game, during that practice session, and I ended up deleting the messages. I'll have to tell oh, you about no. it. I'll, I'll, I'll tell I'll tell you about it later. <laughs> um, it was it it wasn't like his game performance or anything like that, like what he was doing, but it was more his behavior and it was getting on my nerves. Uh, I don't want to talk about it on the pod though. Um, yeah. And so he's not on your he, uh, he's not on your FIFA Ultimate Team anymore. And so he. So the game on Saturday, this it's a it's an eleven thirty game, which is dangerously close to Gordon's nap time. His nap time is is like noon, and he's 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 tired. He's I think I've mentioned it before, but we're trying to pot, nighttime potty train him, and so he's like at around ten to ten fifteen. I have to I have to carry him to the bathroom and start for him, like you know, help him get started in the night because he just can't seem to make it past the ten p.m. mark without wetting himself. So that one we do, but then every other wake up afterwards he does on his own. And like he's been doing pretty well with it. But the last few nights, um, last night in particular was rough. Like he, he woke up, he woke me up like five, six times throughout the night, kept saying he's scared. Um, at one point he did wet the bed. <laughs> it's so anyway, the, the, the night before the soccer game, it was somewhat similar. So he was waking up a few times. And so he was a bit tired earlier than you would expect. Like he's showing symptoms of being like super tired. Mm-hmm. And so we get to the game and, you know, I'm a little bit worried about about that. But, you know, for the most part, it's like once the game starts, he's kind of just all in. And sure enough, it was fairly similar to the first game. However, it was a, it's it's a bit more controlled. So Gordon knows what he needs to do and he's so eager to do it so when they like they start the game um you know like i don't know how i don't know how they decide who gets the ball first right it's like you know the possession error or something like that but <laughs> however they decide <laughs> they didn't do a they didn't do a coin flip that i saw so um but whoever gets whoever gets possession first right they kick the ball back to their team and the game starts right the ball's in the middle of the center circle uh, of of the of the pitch of the field and um, they kick it back to their team. And once it leaves that circle, other teams collapse and, and, and try to get the ball. So sometimes the other team just kicks it straight to, to, like, let's say the blue team just kicks it straight to yellow team. And like that's how it starts off because, you know, the kids don't know any better. But Gordon, he knows that he's supposed to get the ball and he's supposed to get the ball into the net. And that's what he's trying to do. 
It doesn't matter if his teammates are the ones with the ball or if the other team have the ball, though. So if his team has the ball, there are many times where he's, like, blitzing his own teammates. <laughs> and some, of his, some of his teammates are a little bit apprehensive to kick the ball, and especially when other people are in their vicinity. So when Gordon starts rushing into his own team, they kind of hesitate and they don't do anything, and then Gordon ends up being the one who kicks the ball. Um, in some instances, Gordon's running after it, and another, you know, uh, an opposing an opposing player is also coming at it. But before Gordon has a chance to set himself up, because he might be running back to the ball, so before he can set himself up to kick the ball in the correct direction, the opposing player is able to steal it and score a goal. But with that said, um, I did not even remotely keep score in my head this time. Um, I couldn't tell you. How am I supposed to well, gamble on this, Reza, if you don't well, keep I'm score? Sure, I'm sure that his team lost. I just don't know how badly they lost. <laughs> oh, um, no. So Gordon scored a goal. He may have – I don't think he scored two, but but Lena was convinced that he scored two. Um, Gordon was very disappointed that he didn't score more than one. But Gordon scored a goal. There was a moment where you know he just he he's able to come through one of those scrums with the ball, and it's just Gordon wide open field. Um, there's one kid who's like rushing back, trying to get it back on defense, and um, Gordon was able to just kick the ball right past the kid and score and and, and score a goal. It was it was honestly you know just perfection. You know, Gordon get get it's it's like one of those times where you see like uh, in the NFL, right? Like player player catches like a simple 20 yard reception but the safety's nowhere in sight and he's oh, like complete, and, he, and he completely lost his, his uh the, the, you know the corner who was defending him and it's just you know 50 yards down for a that's touchdown, gonna be right? 20 that's yard gonna reception be but justin jefferson against the chargers today and then brandon staley's <laughs> getting fired today you mark my words uh, yeah i love that though i can picture that so clearly because it happens in my yeah team. Yeah, yeah, like they're all those kids are around, and Gordon is able, somehow able to kick the ball through and just break through the like three kids who are in front of him, and Can't he just vision. runs after it. Can't yeah, he just runs vision. after. It. Yeah. Um, now, so Gordon scored that goal. Coach's son, who I told you, he was like the you know he's like the best kid on on our team. He he was doing well. He was he scored a couple of goals, but I think his dad was getting on him about scoring too much and wants him to look out for his teammates a little bit. And Lana and I were talking about this yesterday. It's like, well, one of the issues is that we, we pointed out that there are a wide variety of, of um, like the, the kids skill level as well as their age is quite diverse. So I think Lana said the age, the, the group is four to six years, six years old. So Gordon is four, but he's kind of a big four year old. Uh, he's also quick. He just loves running. <laughs> and so, He's I know why you well, signed up. Like, I, I know you why you uh, signed him up for soccer. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the uh, like the older kids, they they've just been around it a little bit more. Um, you could see some of the some of the parents or some of these older siblings of some of these kids. So it's like, oh, okay, they they get it. They've seen a lot of soccer in their time. Like whereas Gordon's like he hasn't seen he hasn't seen anything. Um, but so the, some of those kids are playing defense. They don't run. They don't just chase the ball. They run to where you have to go, right? If you're defending and somebody's got the ball, you don't need to run to the ball. Run to the goal because that's where they have to go to. So like getting that across some of the kids, it, it's it's a bit difficult. So the coach's son, a lot of times he is in front of his entire team. And so where is he supposed to pass the ball to? Um, right. 
So there were times where he just kind of like slows down and he kind of stops and he tries to let his team catch up and make the pass to somebody to get other kids involved. It's honestly really cool to see that he's like super, um, you know, just like he, he, he's cheering on the sidelines when he's subbed out. He's clapping for everybody, saying everyone's names. Good job, this person. Good job, that person. Um, Coach's son right there. Yeah. And then uh, it's very different. I don't know if you ever watched Hey Arnold, but there was an episode of Hey Arnold where there was this, they, were, they were playing basketball and were, the coach's son, his name was Tucker. And uh, the coach, the, the entire game plan was to pass the ball to Tucker. And if you didn't pass the ball to Tucker and you shot yourself, you were getting taken out of the game. Uh, so anyway, very, very much opposite of that. And so, yeah, they, were, they, they had a good time. Now, there was a kid on the other team who uh, he was just crushing. I was telling I was I was joking because this kid. So there are eight kids. There's supposed to be, I think, eight kids per team and four kids in uh, at a time. So. Basically, they have two different lineups, more or less, um, where, you know, first first group of kids all get subbed out at the same time, and then a fresh four come on. And then, depending on how the kids are feeling, how they want it, you know, because some kids, they just, they just disappear. they got to go to the bathroom. Maybe yeah. they're just not feeling it anymore, whatever. Um, then things get a little bit staggered from there. So the other team, I want to say, had seven people, but they had, like, three people who weren't really interested. And our team had seven, but then the eighth showed up a little bit late. And so we're rocking with eight then at some point. And so like you typically expect then each kid to play somewhere between like half to maybe like two thirds of a game. Well, there was a kid on the other team who was playing this like he was motherfucking like Michael or Michael Jordan, LeBron James. And it was like game six of the NBA finals. This kid, as far as I'm aware, only took a 30 second break. He got subbed out at one point for a very short period of time and then was right back in. And I was like, because when he got subbed out, because he was very clearly the best kid on their team. When he got subbed out, I'm like, oh, okay, like, you know, it's time for us to start scoring some goals and get back in this game. Nah, dude was literally back in, like, after 30 seconds. He got a quick water break, and he came right back in. And I was like, well, hold up now. Like, <laughs> like is, uh, is nobody concerned about the fact that this kid, because, like, you know, this is all supposed to be for fun, that this kid is using up a, a valuable slot on their uh, on their roster, or not their roster, but, like, on the field, taking up taking up space. Like, this, this kid's acting like, He's got to be in here to turn the tides for this team to, to win. Meanwhile, they're up by like six goals on us. Um, he's trying to. He's he's playing for that AAU scholarship money, huh? He he, he really is. Um, but anyway, that was that was that. Um, you know, the game the game ended. Um, Gordon had a he had a good time. Um, it's it's fun to see because he's like he's such a goofball dude. Like he's he's always like screwing around with some of the other kids on the sidelines. He's hardly paying attention to the kids when they're playing. But when and like even before the play starts, like when the when the ball gets kicked off, he's like chasing one of his teammates around. They're just giggling and laughing on the field. I'm like, yo, man, save your energy, dude. Like focus up. Save uh, you know, what like, energy? <laughs> he's got a limitless well limitless. of energy. You gotta. It's like you know. Dude, um, you know those videos uh, during the Gulf War when the fields <laughs> were on fire, this yeah. and it just burned for like weeks on end. That's the yeah. kind of energy that this kid has. There is no limit. You There's gotta no end. You sign him up for a marathon. Have him run with me. Like give Seriously. him a give him a shot at getting tired. He uh, there was it was hilarious. After he scored his goal, 
he it's like uh, it was time for a water break i think so he comes running back and he gets to the sidelines and then he just collapses he's like ah and he starts like dragging himself i'm like this kid like he just scored a goal he was just like fully focused on soccer and the instant that the whistle gets blown to take a water break he's back to just goofball class clown mode trying to make everyone laugh or something literally comes back to the sideline he collapses to the ground like you know like five feet five yards however far it was from the from the his water bottle and he starts crawling he's like ah i'm not gonna make it type of thing um so anyway yeah it. It, it, it was good um like i said cool to see the coach's son like trying to get other kids involved too um because there are some kids on the team like gordon like he is rushing the ball and so when some of the other kids get the ball Gordon's going to try to take it from them. <laughs> hey, listen. So, some of listen. these kids who like don't get the opportunity to even kick the ball to touch the ball, they're out there, um, you know, just completely, completely unable to uh, to to participate because Gordon's going to take the ball from them. There was one moment I was getting super annoyed because um, the ball was like right on the goal line, and there was one of the kids on our team who was who like got the ball right there. And there was another kid on the other team who's trying to stop it. And you know, there's, there are no goalies in this, in this league. It's just, a, it's a, it's an always open net. Um, but there's a kid on the opposite side trying to stop the ball from going in. And all this kid had to do was just kick the ball right through, just kick the ball right across the goal line, but they didn't want to kick it. They were, they were like afraid of kicking somebody and there was too much action in there. They were a little bit apprehensive and the ball got kicked out and cleared. I'm like, yo, the ball is like on, it's on the line. It's right there. All you got to do is just nudge, give a little tiny nudge right across, and, and that's a goal. But that's they, how you know they, these they games are rigged, it. man. The, the players knew <laughs> the, the 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 Vegas line; they were right mm-hmm. there, right at the money line. They're like, "Listen, I'm not, I'm not gonna yep. get, I'm not gonna get in trouble. Nah. <laughs> all right? We're not hitting the over on this." <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, that was the game. Um, one thing I, t- I learned last night was about one of Lena's cousins. They have a kid who is pr- who's plays for this. I think they call it an academic league for this team in in uh for like this team operate. You know, they they they're in the Premier League and they have they have like developmental leagues, which I never knew about. I knew about this from like Formula One, where they have developmental drivers. They sponsor these kids coming up. It's an expensive thing. You can't just like you know buy a seven hundred thousand dollar car and and be driving it around and have a pit crew and all that other stuff. So these, t- these kids get sponsored there, but I didn't really realize that they did the same thing in soccer or football out there. And so these kids at nine years old are traveling across all of Europe oh playing in these, in these matches. Yeah. Like the, the kid apparently was like in Italy playing, uh, I think in Greece, they said too, playing in these matches. And I'm like, he's nine. <laughs> Yo, tell me you're um, rich without telling me you're rich. But you're not like they're they're not. It's it's uh, so I I was looking into it. I was like, do they do they pay these kids? Like, how does this work? Apparently, they do pay the kids, but it depends on the age. So at that at that age of nine, they don't pay them. It's a it's kind of like a scholarship program, I guess. So there must be like some traveling tutors. Um, obviously, their travel and stuff is is paid. But the kids themselves are not getting paid. The parents don't get paid. When they make it to like 10 or 11 years old, depending on the skill level, they do get some money, but it's also quite small. It's like, think of it kind of as a stipend. They only get paid like a few thousand pounds for the whole year. So it's not until they get much older, closer to that like 18-year-old mark where they start to get paid some some real money. And that's, of course, when the stakes are much higher. Um, the aspirations of, of making it to like the big leagues, you know, to the actual premier team 
is is pretty is you know right there so it's i just found that really really interesting and we were having this really long conversation lena and i um about just like getting into sports and making it to that upper echelons of of the the various leagues right like think about back in the 90s or even before when you made it into the nba you made it to the nfl or any of these leagues you were playing in high school you played for your high school team that's pretty much the only organized way that you'd play yeah there were some travel teams and whatnot but i don't think the aau circuit was quite what it is today back then and so you kind of still are able to be this well-rounded kid exploring various interests in school but nowadays it feels like if you want to make it to the big leagues in any sport you have to just be all in at such a young age like four or five years old this is what you're doing um if you start to show a little bit of promise all right, everything else is getting dropped. We're going to get you signed to some team. You're going to be doing this AAU thing. We're going to get you some traveling school thing. Um, I don't know. It just it's there it's is so... a there is a growing counter thought to that because we've had a generation of kids who like mm-hmm. did this, and they're saying that, for example, kids who've been playing AAU for years, yeah. starting at the age of eight, they have so much yeah. tread on their tires. And yes. like their knees are so much older than they ought to be, but also they don't have the functional um, capability as like a regular kid who is just chasing a lot of different sports. Where it's almost yeah. like if you had a kid who ran and all they did was run, it's like, well, you might have either top line, you know, top straight line speed or endurance, but can you move side to side laterally, or are you just one of those like road bikes where? You know, you got to start moving, but you, like you, you're not able to turn really quickly, and so that's why they're saying. I mean, it's always a brand new school of thought, right? Um, yeah. But they're saying yeah. that kid. It might be better for kids not to like have the knees of a 30 year old when they're 12, but also play at all the different types of sports, so you're you maintain their body in a healthy way, but that you continue to build their confidence in a spatial way, uh, because they're exposed to so many different ranges of motion and all that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. That's exactly kind of what I'm thinking. There are so many kids that, like, I know a lot of football players who were engaged in basketball. They love basketball. Like, even just watching the soccer aspect, I see parallels to to basketball and how, like, you know, just like positioning and such. And like, this is a much smaller field. It's honestly much more comparable to a basketball court than an actual, you know, a a proper football field or soccer, soccer field. Sorry. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, my, my, the way I, I brought it up yesterday to Lena last night, I was like, you know, one of the things I think about is Ben Simmons. It's hard to know exactly where his head is with, with this, but you hear reports, people talking about his lack of motivation or drive to get better or, sh- you know, start shooting more. Um, it's not necessarily just mental, like he's in his just doesn't believe that he can do it, but also just, does he even like basketball? Um, you know, if you're if you're all in on basketball, because he there was a documentary on him some time ago, and I want to say that he came to the U.S. when he was still in high, middle or high school to play at some school and play against better talent and have the opportunity to be scoped out by scouters for various uh, colleges and, and I guess professional teams as well. This dude's life was all basketball. He never really had a chance to explore other things. Maybe he maybe he would have loved to be an engineer. You know, like <laughs> who knows who knows where he could have found himself. But if you're doing this so early at such a young age, when these kids don't have an opportunity to actually see what else is out there and truly learn if this is where they want to go, I mean, it's it's hard enough to do that um, 
as a kid now, right? Like making these major life decisions entering college when you're choosing a major and you've, you know, you're still young. You don't, you don't know what the hell you're doing. Now you're about to take on like $50,000 of debt and commit to this career choice at 18 that you don't really know much about. But, um, I don't know. I just, I think it's very interesting, um, that, that we get the kids involved in these types of things so early. And unlike other avenues like music, for instance, where you can become world-class, you don't necessarily have to be quote unquote competing against the best of the best. And so you don't have to actually leave your home or, um, fully commit yourself to this, um, endeavor the way you do with sports. But I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I make, you make, you make great points there. You make great points. It's, it's hard not to want to like, uh, continue to maximize when you feel like, uh, you know, Gordon's found a proficiency in something, uh, but also, just yeah. because he finds proficiency in one thing or interest in one thing doesn't mean that he can't find interest in a ton of things. Yeah, yeah. Don't necessarily want to go all in on something. But like the yeah, I mean, if he shows promise, like it would be hard to not, right? Like if he if he's like, you know, one of the best kids in soccer, it would be hard to not try to to nurture that because it could be it could end up being extremely fruitful. Um not saying that he could be the next messy, but you know, he could be the next messy. And if you don't really nurture that at a young age then maybe it doesn't quite develop the way it would need to yeah. um, for him to quite for him to actually get there and he you know who knows he could love it so right yeah it's tough awesome it's definitely tough to find the balance very cool all right yeah you want to go ahead and get out of here now yeah i have to get out of here Call it early. all right well i'm reza i'm sandy thanks so much for listening see everyone next week I'm going to go